Our scripture reading this morning comes from, you guessed it, Psalm 23, verse 4. And it says this, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now I want to start our message this morning by sharing a little bit about my Grandpa Yoder. Uh, Grandpa Yoder was the glue that held our family together. In fact, we have not had a family gathering since he passed. Grandpa Yoder was the kind of guy that you look up to as a young boy. He was always a hard worker, always loved well, and was diligent in everything he did in his life. And I remember plenty of memories from Grandpa Yoder growing up. But the one that I remember most of all is that in his early 50s, Grandpa Yoder was diagnosed with lung cancer. And he entered what I'm sure he would describe as one of the darkest valleys of his life. And it's those dark valleys that we're talking about this morning. Scripture calls them the darkest valley or the valley of the shadow of death, as many of you know this verse. And for most of us, the valley signifies something bad, right? We don't want to be in the valley. What we want are the mountaintop experiences. The problem is you can't have mountains without valleys. And yet the valleys are full of predators looking from above. They're, they're full of darkness and cold. The valley is a place that none of us choose to be. And yet it's the valley where we actually lean into the shepherd. See, we don't have to know or love or trust the shepherd when we're in green pastures. Because when we're in green pastures and beside the still waters, we have everything that we could ever need. But in the valley, when we find ourselves in the dark and in the cold, we also find ourselves lacking and unable. It's in the valley where we really get to know the shepherd. And I think it's no coincidence that David turns from using the third person in the first three verses. Remember, he makes me lie down. He leads me beside still waters. It's no coincidence he turns from the third to the first in this verse, saying, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. There's an intimate trust for the shepherd that can only come from being in a valley moment in our lives. It is in the valley where the shepherd becomes just the shepherd and he becomes our shepherd. And so it's in the valley, it's in the valleys, where we really learn that the shepherd knows what he's doing. Because you see, there is no coincidence that the luscious grass and the cleanest water is also found in the valley. Because as the water flows down the mountain into the valley, guess what grass gets watered most? And it's this growth that we need, this trust that we need to endure the cliffs above us and the mountaintop experiences. That trust, that growth that we need to get there is only learned in the valley. 
It's only learned in the tough moments where we have to turn to the shepherd because we have no other choice. Mountaintop experiences are not gained simply by willpower. Mountaintop experiences happen when the shepherd takes us by the hand and leads us up through the ravines and up through the cliff to the top of the mountain. And only the shepherd can know enough about the mountain to get us to the top. Right? You remember back to week one, sheep were not the smartest animals. So only the shepherd, only the knowledge of the shepherd and the trust of the sheep for the shepherd gets them to the mountaintop. And it's in the valley that that trust is earned and learned. You learn to trust the shepherd in the valley before you make the hike. And thankfully for us, the valley is never the end of the story. Right? The valley is never the end of the story, but it is part of every story. Somewhere along the line in our lives, we will find a valley. We will be afraid, and the world will look dark and unconquerable. And it's in these moments that we learn the true ability and nature of the person shepherding our life. It's these moments where David shares that his rod and his staff comfort the sheep. They don't make them anxious. They don't make them run for fear. It says they comfort them. Why? Because the shepherd's ability brings comfort in the valley. It's the shepherd's ability that we learn to trust when we're in moments where we can't trust ourselves or where we can't trust the world around us. With Jesus, the good shepherd, the valleys become a lot less dark, a lot less scary, and a lot more of a learning experience. Learning to trust, learning to follow, that happens in the valley. And it was in that valley that my grandpa learned to trust Jesus. Because my grandfather feared one thing more than death. And that was dying without knowing God. And so after he got sick, he read a book called The Purpose Driven Life. And he realized that his life needed a lot more than what he had. And I can still remember going to church, probably the first time I'd been to church in all of my life. I can still remember going to church that Sunday morning when my grandpa was in his early 50s to watch him get baptized. And my grandpa rode out of the valley in complete peace when the cancer finally took him. See, the valley looks a lot different when we're following Jesus. We don't choose it, right? None of us choose to be in the valley. And yet it's those moments that are a proving ground for our faith. It's those moments where our shepherd proves his mettle to the sheep. It's those moments where Jesus proves that he is more than able and capable of taking the sheep to higher ground. See, many of us spend our valley moments wasting our valley. These moments where we're meant to lean into the shepherd, where we're meant to pursue Jesus, to learn that he is able, we waste them. 
because we fear and we complain and we run away. So my encouragement for you this morning, if you find yourself in a valley, to know that the valley is not the end of the story. That we are called to use our valley time to learn the shepherd, to learn of his ways, to learn to trust in his rod and his staff, the things he uses to guide us and keep us on the right track. We learn to trust the shepherd in the valleys. And so it's in the valley that David says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Not he. Not he is with me, but you. David has developed this intimate relationship with the Lord. And it's that relationship with Jesus that I want every single one of you to know. It's that relationship with Jesus that changed the valley for my grandfather. And you know, I have most of what I do and who I am today to thank for that response. Because I can still remember, the, the memory that is clearest in my mind is, uh, it was two weeks before my grandfather passed. He is sitting in his bed, and he's very sick. He's got the oxygen in his nose. And I made the mistake of smart-mouthing my mom. And so my grandpa looks at me, and he goes like this. He says, come over here. So I step a little bit closer. Come closer, come closer. So I get right up in front of him, and he says, put your hand out. Okay. So I put my hand out. Whop! He says, you know better than that. You don't talk to your mom like that. He says, you need to know Jesus. You need to know Jesus. You need to know the shepherd. So don't waste your valley, church. This season is hard. Many of you, it's harder for, for reasons we can never imagine. Reasons we'll never know. But don't waste your valley. Learn to trust the shepherd instead of running from him. Lean into the shepherd and find life. Because you're not going to find yourself on the top of the mountain until you've learned to trust the shepherd to get you out of the valley. So take a moment this morning and pray. Give your life to the shepherd and see if you don't find the mountain very soon. Let me pray. God, we are so thankful for the guidance that you have offered in our lives. You offer us guidance through our loved ones like my grandfather who had no problem putting out his staff to correct. God, you bring guidance through our church family, through our pastors and church leaders. You guide us in so many ways, Lord, and we are so thankful. And so, God, I pray for every person who hears my voice right now, every person who finds themselves in a valley. Lord, I pray that they would put their trust in you, that they would learn your ways, that they would learn that you are able in the valley and that you are able on the mountaintop, that there is never a place they can go with you where you are not able. So, Lord, remind us this morning 
in the valleys, that we can trust you. Help us to develop that trust instead of running away. Lord, help us to trust you this morning, to follow you, to lean into you in these moments, and to know that we are never alone. So be with us now, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.